How to Create a Glitch, the complete series. Chapter 2. Bodily Expressions of Meaning In the last chapter, I explained how our routines modulate our expectation field. I explained how it is necessary to dislodge these routines or habits in order to truly experience the impossible. In this chapter, I would like to explain the interconnection of our expectation field with others through the expression of meaning. Language is the fundamental foundation of uniformity. Meaning, expressed through language, is how we transmit our expectations to another, and how we receive expectations from another. It is the medium by which our individuality becomes unified with the whole. But it is more than that. It is the intersection point of our bodies with our minds, the intersection of our mind with other minds, and the intersection of singular realities with multiple realities. The expression of meaning does not necessarily mean only vocal or auditory meaning. Language takes a variety of forms, from the physical such as hand language, to the auditory, such as vocal language, to the visual, such as facial expressions. Suffice it to say, a person's ability to express meaning is limited only by his or her imagination. The purpose of this description is to show the five basic mechanisms or levels by which we express meaning in a spatial sense. We express it through hand language, through our facial expressions, through our body posture and posing, through our voice, and finally through our location proximate to other objects or people. These are what I call the spatial plates of reality. For each of these plates represents a separate intersection between our expectations and the expectations of others. We create expectations by our hand, body language, we create them by our words, we create them by our facial expressions and we create them by our location in space. Just as the shells or cycles of our rhythms modulate our expectation field unconsciously, the shells of meaning represent the modulation of our expectation field consciously. The expression of meaning modulates the expectation field we produce and thereby restricts or undermines our ability to experience the unexplainable. Each shell of the spatial plates represents a distinct level which can be used to modulate our expectation field and thereby either expand or contract our conscious awareness into what is ordinarily unseen. I will start off at the plate of the hands, the lowest of the spatial plates. The expression of the plate of the hands takes the form of spatial transformations. In the expression of meaning through gesture, the plate of the hands uses the medium of spatial transformations to express complex ideas and concepts. These complex ideas and concepts take the form of a narrative. A narrative conveys or expresses tension, just as the rhythms of the body keep tension at bay. This tension represents both the modulation of one's expectation field and the transmission of that tension into the expectation fields of others. Thus, the four spatial shells or plates are overlaid on top of the four shells of bodily cycle. In mathematics, there are four forms of transformations, translation, rotation, reflection and dilation. But in reality, there are other transformations relevant to the expression of meaning which involve these transformations, such as in relation to an object. Each of these transformations can be used through the expression of the hands, 
as a medium to transmit a particular series of concepts or ideas. Implicit in this is that the hands are carriers of emotional tension. The rhythm of tension which is the product of the four shells corresponding to our bodily rhythms. Thus, these four bodily rhythms produce in us four radiating levels of tension, which rise through our bodies into each level which corresponds to the expression of meaning reaching the hands, which is the outermost of the spatial plates or shells. Our basic vocabulary of spatial transformations manifests distinctly as one rises through each of the shells or plates of activity, but the same basic vocabulary remains regardless. Each transformation expresses meaning by visually modulating the tension in our bodies. Thus, the tensional waves created by the four shells of bodily rhythm are the stuff of meaning, while the transformations themselves provide the essence. One reveals tension by the velocity by which these transformations are accomplished and the frequency of their occurrence. Altering the manner by which we express meaning has the effect of altering the expectation field we produce and interact with. This may be as simple as using idiosyncratic postures during conversation to negate the expectations of others, or it may be complex as manipulating mirroring techniques within the context of a social dialogue. The goal of glitching is to undermine the rhythm of normal social transmission of bodily tension, to expose the sinews of the interaction and thereby release the unusual beneath it. When one expectation field reaches another through the expression of meaning, the two corresponding individuals will do one of two things. If they agree on the expectation, or the meaning, they will mirror each other's facial expressions, posture, vocal intonation and hand gestures. If they disagree, they will produce contrary or antithetical alignments. This phenomenon is the manifestation of the linking or disconnection of two expectation fields expressed through the bodily tension of the individuals involved. Thus, just as altering one's bodily rhythms can have the effect of dislodging one's expectation field in time, revealing the sinews of the reality beneath, so too can disrupting the linkages between expectation fields reveal the underlying occurrence of the improbable. There are a variety of techniques that can produce such misalignments. First, in a social setting, one can incorporate mirroring into posture, facial expression, hand gesture and vocal intonation, when it is inappropriate, or eliminate it when it is appropriate. One can use odd, idiosyncratic postures, expressions, or movements, which would not usually be mirrored, to produce a similar result. One can simply balk at conformity with the common expectations of a place or setting. One can alter the rhythm by which one consumes a beverage, for example, or alter one's breathing rhythms. There are manifold ways that one can dislodge the regular occurrence of the unification of the expectation field. The methodology behind doing so is limited only by the imagination of an individual social actor. Obviously, because a social setting has more people, there is a greater likelihood of conflict between two expectation fields. Thus, social settings are the most productive places to experiment with creating a glitch. Below, I have described a few exercises one can use to prepare for such a social setting, keeping in mind that the below are merely examples of the ways that one can dislodge the common expectations that produce uniformity. One. Breathing exercises. Find a quiet place, preferably a chair that is comfortable, and make sure the room is quiet. 
Take a deep breath until your lungs are full and then try to breathe in just a little bit more until you cannot bear to pull in any more air into your lungs. Hold it for as long as you can, then exhale until all the air leaves your lungs. Push out the last little bit of air as best you can until it becomes difficult and you cannot bear to exhale any more. Hold your lungs empty of air for as long as you can. Then, when it becomes unbearable, breathe in and exhale. Once you have completed the process a few times, the next time you do it, this time, hold the air in your lungs longer than you think you can. This is the tricky part. Your mind will tell you to breathe out, but your mind will also tell you how much longer you think you can hold the air in. You should experience a strange kind of release when you accomplish this feat. The key to this exercise is to hold the air in still longer, just a little bit longer, than you think you can. And then, exhale. And once you have released all the air in your lungs, as much as you can get out, hold it out for longer than you think you can. Your mind will argue with you, tell you that you can't do it, but you can. And then inhale. Rinse repeat for a half hour or so and you've completed the first exercise. 2. Attention exercises. After you've completed the breathing exercises, the next step is to focus and release your attention. You'll find this easier to do after you've completed the breathing exercises. Once you've completed the breathing exercises, stay seated in your comfy chair. Allow yourself to take stock of your attention. You should find now that your attention is more diffuse, that is, your attention should be focused on the background sounds, the ambient noise of the room, the neighborhood, the city, or rural area where you live. You should hear insects, birds, cars, and the general, flowing, back and forth of the area. Try focusing your attention on something, then releasing it back to the background. You should find it easier to do this the longer you have been working on the breathing exercises. 3. People watching exercises. After completing the above exercises, go somewhere where people are, a coffee shop, a restaurant, a bar, and make sure you remove any distractions like your phone from your person beforehand. Listen when you should not be listening, focus on the things people say, that you might not otherwise listen to. Find a table and listen, allow your attention to find the background, then focus on a conversation and listen to it carefully. As you listen try to find the seam of their thoughts, you should feel their words flowing through you, as if their conversations are somehow a reflection of the ambient noise in your mind. As you listen, try to imagine some contradiction inside yourself, it doesn't matter what it is, just allow some contradiction in your internal thoughts to form and think about it exclusively. While you do this, continue to listen to the conversation and listen to how the topics, word choice, reflect the internal contradiction in your mind. If you continue to do this, you will find conversations around you begin to reflect your internal stream of consciousness. 4. Social exercises. After you have completed the breathing exercises and attention exercises, arrange a meeting with a friend or friends. Find a table somewhere, a bar, cafe or restaurant, and allow your attention to focus on their body language. Allow the conversation to proceed naturally, but pay attention to when they shift forward in their seats, rest their bodies on tables, pay attention to when they mirror you and when they mirror each other. Now, once you have a grasp on the dance, don't allow yourself to get lost in the conversation, remain mindful of their postures and your own movements. 
as it gets easier to listen and pay attention, start manipulating your postures to mirror theirs. And then, once complete, once they start reacting to it, break the mirroring pattern. Continue this process for as long as you can, while listening to the ambient conversations in the background. As you get better at this, you should start to find that again, the ambient conversation begins to reflect the ambient noise in your mind. The longer you keep this up, the more closely it should mirror your thoughts. If you succeed in producing a large enough correction event, the ambient conversation should first appear to somehow relate to a contradiction in your mind, then, represent conversation that you could infer refers to you, finally, it should be directly about you or your thoughts or your experiences. 5. Postural exercises. This one is best completed after the attention exercises. Go somewhere where there are people and practice altering your posture to produce changes in other people's behavior. For example, when waiting in a line, stand aggressively, and then passively, try changing the angle of your chin. Practice controlling your eyes, avoiding objects of self-consciousness, then identifying them. As you practice these skills, intentionally using your posture to create shifts in the postures and movements of others, you will find yourself falling prey to postural releases. These are postural shifts which loosen the joints to produce a release of social tension. The key is to slowly learn to reverse these or prevent them from forming in the first place. The goal is to slowly undermine the natural process of group relaxation. As you do so, listen to the ambient conversation, and like the above you will experience shifts which reflect the contradictions in your mind.